3: Interaction. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. The
0: phenomenon
3: is moving the digital you have now joined Jenny from the
0: blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast.
2: Catch
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the blockchain, and my co-host Michael Keane. Today's special Web3 Security episode. Uh, we have none other than Plumferno, who is a Discord security expert and also the nerd mom of Server Forge, which we're going to get into. So Plumferno, welcome to the show. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? You were it's, you were just saying right before this, sorry, that um, you spent the last several hours, like the last seven hours just chasing hackers. Is that much, correct? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got. I found out
2: that Serpent had his account pulled down earlier today, and he uh, he posted pictures. Zach posted pictures that the hackers sent to him and said, basically, "You're next." And it was the same people that he had uh, posted a thread about the other day, the Cam and all of them. And we had already gotten a lot of information about them from their previous exploits, and have spent. Basically all day going back and forth and tracing everything we possibly could.
1: Yeah. Geez, that, that sounds like a lot. And, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, Zach XVT is who she's talking about, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast. He's he's basically the on-chain sleuth of, of the NFT space. And yeah, he's just kind of like the detective in the space and exposes a lot of scammers and hackers. And recently he had come out with a whole thread um ex- exposing this guy Cameron um Redman who yeah who like literally uh hacked like all of the major um I mean a bunch of the major uh, NFT uh Twitter accounts like keyboard monkey and and zeneca and franklin and hacked them to then you know post malicious links and and scam websites so that he can then um steal people's crypto and NFTs and so um, he is amassed quite a bit of money doing that. And of course, you know, he has a whole team of people. Right. And so, yeah, that's what he's a teenager. And he's a
2: teenager. He, yeah. He was a teenager. And the reason that he didn't spend much time in jail in Canada was because he was underage and they let him out early. Jeez. And he, only ended up paying back like five million of the however many that he got but the thing is now is that he's no longer underage
3: and still doing the same stuff
2: still doing the same stuff he took a break for a little while apparently but he's absolutely back to doing it
3: and it's like a crew of people you said of it is you know, there's yeah. a
2: whole bunch of them they all have um like single uh, small word name Twitter accounts mm-hmm. like just, you know, nouns of some variety. And mm-hmm. they keep those, but they they change Discord accounts in the blink of an eye. They've got countless Discord accounts and they'll just slap the same profile into a new Discord account when we catch them and they mm-hmm. get pulled down. But that's the thing, is that they they love the clout and they love the attention. So they use the same things. They they just carbon copy the discord yeah. profiles onto a new account number. Oh,
1: that's interesting.
2: So they have the same Twitter accounts linked to them and everything.
3: Hmm. So it's easy. It's easy to find them in that respect. So like the Canadian government knows about them. They, the guy went to jail and got in trouble for it. Originally For stuff and from back years ago, again. Right? like for stuff from years yeah. ago. So it wasn't yeah. NFTs. It was other sort of scamming
2: crypto. Yeah.
3: Okay. Crypto scamming. Mm-hmm. And now he, now he's doing NFTs. You would think his days are numbered. I mean, hopefully, someone's contacted the, you know, the they authorities have. or whatever. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they have.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The thing is, is that the recent thing with Zach, what he posted was that Cam had gotten access to what's called an admin panel for Twitter. Okay. And when you saw all those recent Twitter hacks for Franklin and um, yep. nouns,
3: again, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, all, all of uh-huh. them. Yep.
2: yep. It was. By using this Twitter admin panel that he had uh, gained access to, so some less than moral Twitter employee. At Are some you point. saying
3: Elon Musk has something to do with this? And <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just
2: don't <laughs> kidding. even get me started on <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's go back to NFTs. Let's go back.
2: <laughs> we get we get personal yeah. feels in this place about Elon.
3: <laughs> I'm just um, Okay, sorry. No, you're talking about important stuff. I just made a joke. <laughs>
2: sorry. <laughs> Uh, so he has access to this, this admin panel and sure. what he was doing is basically selling access to it, to people who wanted to hack into accounts and stuff and just obscene amounts of money, you know, what we would consider, you know, house, like buy the entire house payment kind of stuff. And there's just these kids just flinging it out and. They, they just rack it in. They've got, there's massive, massive bank accounts full and mm-hmm. their parents don't know. So they, they just collect it and they do stuff like, um, buy watches. There's watch dealers and all kinds of stuff that they spend this money on mm-hmm. because they can't exactly go out and buy a Lambo right. when they're 15. They
1: can't like cash it out and stuff. They right? can't. Like-
2: they can't do anything like that. No. And because they got rid of tornado cash, they can't even do that now.
1: Hmm. So tornado cash was, that
3: was just somewhere where you, you could send your crypto and it kind of spins it around. You don't know where it goes and mm-hmm. where it came from. Yep. That's what I yep. got from the context of that. Yep.
2: Money laundering one Oh one. Right. <laughs> and they, they used it incessantly, mm-hmm. but they've, whenever we first started doing this, it was, just Discord. And right. because of the way that all of this has been happening and realizing that these people have branched out. And you can you can even see it on the blockchain. Like the same accounts that hack the um the same wallets that hack the Discord accounts are the same ones that are hacking the Twitter accounts.
1: Mm.
2: And like um they were they'll hit multiple Discords at the same time. The yep. what was it a week ago we had Llamaverse and Gojira and it's the same people. They go at the same time and they'll they'll go into these Discord accounts and hack a mod and then they sit and wait. And they've been waiting, you know, maybe a day or two from what we thought, but it's now becoming apparent that they are willing to wait weeks if they need to. Yep. They'll hack an account and They'll just sit there until they get closer to mint date or something. So it's mm-hmm. maximum hype. <laughs> and they'll just sit there and not do anything. And, and whoever it is that clicked on that link or whatever, they have no idea because it's been weeks. Yeah. They don't remember doing it, but because the hacker hasn't done anything to the account to make it obvious. Yeah. It's just there.
3: Well, our NFT catcher discord was hacked <laughs> a couple months ago. And uh, and we didn't know how it happened. It was we know that which one of our teammates had it happen to him, but he didn't really know how. And they were posting. I don't know who it was if it was the same people or not, but nobody got caught, thankfully, in our Discord. But they posted like you know we're minting this whatever, and you know the and we wire light. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Luckily, nobody in our Discord fell for it, but that happened. I probably it was, it was got crazy. a list
2: of the people who did it.
3: I'd love to know. I might hit you up later. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we we probably got them
1: on on the list somewhere.
3: <laughs> mm, unbelievable.
1: I was just gonna say because we always kind of like to start with you know the history of the person that that we're interviewing. I know we kind of mm-hmm. you know dived into into things we a had bit some excitement, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. I am curious to hear, which by the way, our last um, this is our third episode in our new series, our new once-a-month series on Web3 security. You know, we're trying to mm-hmm. have more educational episodes. We're really trying our best to bring on experts to educate people. And our last uh guest for that we had on was Feld from Boarding Security, and he highly recommended Yes. yes. So we're like, oh, we gotta bring Plum Fronto on, um, no questions. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really you know honored that you came on the show. And I'm curious if you can just kind of tell us a bit about your your background with security, with Web three, and then with Discord. Well, um, funny enough, about Feld
2: is that a week ago he and I got on a call and spent two hours nerding out at each other about. Web three security stuff. We eventually just had to sort of agree to stop talking because he's in Korea and he had to go to bed.
1: That sounds like that sounds like something that definitely happened. Yep. Yes.
2: (laughs) Um, Without going into too much detail, considering today's events, um, I do not have a traditional background in security. I have. Spent the majority of my life as an internet nerd Um, since the mid-90s, actually. I've been hanging out in chat rooms and learning all the ins and outs. And uh, I spent some time as a Reddit mod for a rather large subreddit, and it was educational. (laughs) And I got into the crypto space a little bit over a year ago and because of my um, extreme knowledge of internet nerdery, when I landed in my first NFT server, they pretty much gave me a role as a mod in maybe like the first day that I was there because it was right when they minted and it was just absolute chaos in there and they had no idea what to do. At all. They just sort of flung this project together in days. And it was this, you know, meme thing. And they literally threw it together in a very short amount of time. Had no idea how to run a Discord server. And I jumped in and just started directing traffic because I I couldn't help it. And they're like, oh, hey, you know what you're doing. Cool. You're a mod now. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) And I think it was maybe, maybe a week or two at most, later. And they'd already made me an admin. And I ended up being the server owner at maybe a month and a half. Dang, they just handed they, it over. They just had no yeah. idea. They had no clue. And they had somebody who was running the server who was just very inexperienced and lots of things kept breaking. And I ended up actually working for one of the founders after that. And it was like a an NFT marketing firm kind of thing. And I very quickly started to realize that in the NFT space, nobody knew what they were doing. And that's still the case. And I I started getting asked by other people, hey, can you take a look at my server? Hey, can you see if I've set this up right? Because I don't want to get hacked. And in the space of maybe two months, I went from doing that to people seeking me out to do their security for their server, do their setups, mm-hmm. do what I now i am calling audits. I just had no idea at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were other people doing this. I didn't know there were other server setup people. I didn't know there were other auditors or anything. I was flying blind. I had no idea. And um, probably in like January, I there was um, it's about the first wave of hacking really first started up. There'd been a bunch before, but it was there was no no method to it. And then probably about January or February, they started coming up with the whole approaching mods and offering them fake jobs and stuff. And, you know, hey, we'd we'd like to offer you a job. Can you come into our server? And it happened to somebody in one of the servers that I was running. And they fell for it. And I gathered up as much of the information as I could and started bouncing around all the servers that I had friends in going to like their um their report scams channels or whatever and basically saying hey there's this thing that's happening there's hackers trying to steal mod accounts by offering them a job so fair warning don't do it don't fall for it and i ended up going into like probably a good 10 servers or something. And each one takes a finite amount of time because you have to find a mod. You have to get them to understand what's going on, that you're not the hacker, that you're passing on the message and blah, blah, blah. And that's all time that is being wasted because they're bouncing from server to server too. They're going from place to place to try to you know get somebody else. And I just got really frustrated because I was thinking, I can't. I know I'm not the only person doing this. I can't be the only person doing this. And the more and more I thought about it, the more annoyed I got. (laughs) And I eventually got on Twitter and, you know, posted something about what the scam was and how to avoid it, pictures and everything. And I got a message later that day from somebody who said that they had had the same message sent to them. And because they had searched on Twitter for the name of the person or whatever doing it, they knew that it was fake. They knew that it was a scam. And then I'd saved them from getting hacked. And I found out later that they were actually from a really big server, from a really big project. And it's somebody who's in Server Forge now, but I don't even know if they remember that. But it was it was kind of a defining moment because it meant that what I was doing actually was saving people and preventing communities from getting all of this damage. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I should start up some sort of thing and try to convince some of these other people that I'm seeing on Twitter to join in. And believe it or not, I am uh, somewhat of a massive introvert. So approaching other people is not one of my strong points. So I didn't. And then the next day I saw somebody on Twitter who had clicked on the scam and had fallen for it and had gotten hacked and their server had had the fake mint link posted and they lost it's like 16 ETH or something. And, you know, it was when ETH was still well over 3000. 3, yeah. yeah exactly. It was yep, still well yep. over 3000. So it was a pretty decent amount of money. Yep. And I got so mad. <laughs> Cause like I spent all that time bouncing around to these servers and posting these stupid links. And I don't have anywhere near enough reach I don't have the kind of Twitter account to get the kind of, you know, like Zach does or Serpent or whoever. Mm-hmm. But I've got this evidence of this scam that nobody else has posted about yet. Nobody's talking about it. And I'm like, why is there no community for security nerds? This is so annoying. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I just like, it's one of those things you get to a certain age and you have enough kids that <laughs> you just, well, fine then. I'll do it <laughs> so i made this ridiculously nerdy server with like D &D channel names and just absolute ridiculous everything and i just went all out as all i did for like three days was just come up with all these names and this theme and everything and i started spamming invites to all the admins of servers that i knew and said Mm -hmm. hey you know get so and so in Ended up with um John and Jacob, Luke and a mop He's the spam defender um dev. And they joined in really early. And they were very, very uh, <laughs> they were very hesitant because it was kind of like, who is this person? Sounds like a really good idea, but who is this person? And um they listened to me and and my rant and pretty much said, Oh, okay. Well that sounds cool. <laughs> we should do that because you're right. There isn't anywhere. And that was in February, and we have over four hundred people in Server Forge now. Wow. We've got we've got Serpent, um, we've got Fubar, we've got most of the biggest project in the space have got at least one person, uh, admin or mod or founder or something, cool. in there.
3: And what do you guys do in there?
2: We talk shop.
3: Talk shop. You make sure everyone's shop. safe. They know the latest information, <laughs> the latest scams.
2: The the. Overall theme: the whole goal of Server Forge is to share information, and that's yep. in whatever form we can. Um, it means we share scam information. We mm-hmm. share like security update info. If there's some new way that we've seen that could compromise Discord, we get that information out we've got several announcement channels that are followed by last time i looked was a couple of weeks ago um was over 40 different servers oh
3: cool so basically like an announcement like hey this has been hacked yeah. that's been hacked i would love to get that in the nft catcher discord i'm going to totally do out. it yeah it's I'm in boring
2: security up. it's in um it's in the artifact yeah. server it's in okay. all over the place i we would have love that two yeah. different ones we've got one that's just for the scammers -hmm. It's just got basically their profiles, their account
3: Mm -hmm. numbers, Mm -hmm. and everything,
2: so you can just ban them before they can get in. That's more like
3: an that's more like an admin, like you know, you could follow it, but for behind the scenes,
2: yeah. And the one that's right, (laughs) yeah. And then there's the scam warnings, which is like a lot of the other ones that you see from everywhere. And I love that to incoming announcement channels, which are followed scam channels from other servers. Uh, Okay. I think there's there's probably like thirty of them, but it's like all of the you know the security pings mm-hmm. from various big servers and stuff all accumulated into one place.
3: That's really cool. So, yeah, I I love that. I lo- I love you're like you're like a hero in the space honestly because it's like it's so bad and the worst part is all these people that get scammed probably don't come back. A lot of them they get scammed and they're like f Sometimes
2: this. because yeah, sometimes. In the beginning, it was um, when they were just going after ETH. Right, that that made a lot of people give up. Yeah, but it apparently takes a lot more work to do that, as mm-hmm. far as the back end of the hacks go, or whatever. And they've they've realized that it's easier to just swipe NFTs and. Yeah. That's pretty much what they do now is they just swipe the NFTs. And and, and
3: it's usually like, it's like your most expensive collection and they just take yeah. from that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because they've got their software that they use pretty much has a list of the most expensive projects in it.
3: Mm-hmm. Just look and for them.
2: that's why if you've got, you know, nothing but, you know, $20 junk in your wallet, right. they're not going to bother. Because it's right. it, it costs more to flog that kind of stuff than it does. Yeah,
3: they can't sell it. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly.
2: And what they'll do is they'll target servers that have a lot of board 8 people in them. And they'll target people, mm-hmm. servers with a lot of doodles in them and whatever else. They'll specifically yeah. aim for servers like that. And yeah. the rule of thumb used to be that you needed an audit if you had like over 2,000 people in your server. That is yeah. absolutely no longer the case by any means.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: It does not matter how many people you have in your server. It matters who you have in your server. And they can see using, there's these tools that they can use that will allow you to view the permissions of a Discord server. And they'll they'll just pop in with one of their accounts. Mm -hmm. You don't know it's them. And they can go, oh, you know, do, 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 do. Well, their permissions are crap. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And it tells them what level of mod they need to go for. So if you've got a server that's got like 10 mods right. and you have intelligently given them all admin permissions.
3: Right. Intelligently, very intelligently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, they they can go like, "Oh, hey, you know, I don't need to go all yeah. the way up the ladder. I can just get one of these and it's great."
3: Absolutely. Yeah, that's what that's what we've always heard that it's about the permissions and the hierarchy and making sure all that is locked tight.
2: It's it is really really yeah important yeah. and
3: yeah i i remember that time back in january very well because uh, andy and i were both working on the cheech and chong project back then
2: uh-huh. and
3: uh ozzy osborne's project was coming out at the same time and they had a really bad hack yeah. the crypto bats yep
2: do you remember how they did that the crypto bats one? i remember it was they got into their ser- <laughs> it
3: kept posting and posting over and over again in their server, mm-hmm. right? Like they couldn't stop it from posting, and they mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. I don't know how it
2: happened because what they did was yep. whenever the Aussie server was launching, they posted a a vanity Discord invite. So you know, oh
3: like right, crypto- and they lost their right, right. They and someone changed stole it. it. Oh, what they did yeah. was they
2: changed it, and yeah. they didn't save the old one in an empty server. And what happened was that the hackers basically said, oh, hey, thanks. And they grabbed the old one, which was still posted on an old tweet for the CryptoBat server. And their new one was not in an obvious location. It was not obvious where it was. So people were going, oh, hey, Ozzy Osbourne, NFT. And they're searching on Twitter. And they find this old tweet with a whole bunch of likes on it with an old invite link. And it goes to a server that looks identical. Mm -hmm. I went to it. Because I wanted to see what the heck was going on, yeah. and it did. It looked identical, but instead of like a normal verification bot, as soon as you got there, it had collab land,
3: a fake Collabland. Uh huh. Oh man. Yeah,
2: and it looked identical, and there were so many people in there going, "Oh, hey, you know, how do I verify? I tried linking up with this thing, but blah 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 blah." And that's what happened: is that they got in there, yeah, and they just slurped out millions stupid amounts of money and all because of stinking link a
3: vanity a vanity, link. vanity unbelievable link. i now yes. that you mentioned that i do remember that i remember that mm-hmm. yeah
2: we've got some of the crypto bats mods in in the server oh, now. do. You? okay and, and yeah. they speak of that time un- <laughs> unhappily
3: yeah. yeah that was that was a while ago now that was back mid-january i remember God, it very was well. it really yeah because we because we dropped at the end of january they dropped like 10 days before us Yep,
1: Plum. You're you saving all the September. You're saving all the projects, all the people. Um, mm-hmm. Server Forge is like really hard to get into, right? I mean, not really hard, but yes. it's just like it's not. You can't just oh, click the link nope. and get in. Like you, we do checks on pretty much everybody at this point, point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like. And so, how does somebody get in? If somebody wants to be a part of Server Forge, how do they go about the, doing that? Ritual sacrifice. Ritual sacrifice. (laughs) It's it's a joke. Ritual sacrifice. Ritual "Ritual sacrifice. It's a joke that we started a while
2: ago is that we'd have new people come in and they'd go, well, how do I see the rest of the server? And I'd say ritual sacrifice. Oh,
1: Mm -hmm. my God. And they're like,
2: wait, what? (laughs) Basically, you have to send me a message, Um, me or John or Mm -hmm. somebody that's already in there. And has a good standing, because if you don't have a personal recommendation from somebody who knows you and is willing to put their reputation on the line to say, I know who this person is, Mm -hmm. I can verify that they are, in fact, not a dodgy hacker, then you cannot get in. And I have people who will send me messages and say, hey, can I get in? Like, "Mm mm-mm. You don't have any mutual friends. You don't have any um, history of anything security-related on your Twitter account. Right. You've got nothing that can show me who you are. Um, we did recently open it up slightly in that um, we have multiple layers of verification now. And we let people come in that aren't as verifiable. But they still do not get to go past the very first level without us being able to verify them in some way. And they'll sit there otherwise.
1: Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm on that first level. Uh <laughs> I made it in, but then I didn't really like. Get, you know, well, see. You got to. You have to post your your socials and stuff, and and be
2: like, "Hey, this is
1: who I am." My social am. security oh my number. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <These> days, days, <laughs> phrase, right? Seed phrase. Right. These yeah. days, you like here's
2: my seed phrase. Yeah. It's my Discord token. But we got a bunch of information in there that would be a gold mine mm. for any hacker mm-hmm. because we're not just sharing information that like everybody knows kind of stuff you know it's not like oh you know here's how to fix your perms up it's we've got people in there who are at the highest level of dealing with this kind of stuff and so we talk about Emerging issues, you know, somebody discovers a problem with a widely used bot or a way that a server could have problems and they're going to come in and say, hey, guys, you know, I found this this thing. We need to figure out how to fix it. And um, information like that getting out could be highly detrimental like there was um there was an issue a few weeks back with a very well-known bot and one of the white hat hackers that we have in the server found it and shared the information with us and we all had uh a collective freak out when we realized how bad it was um, and we got it handled. we reported it to the the support team of that bot, but it was it was really unnerving because we all realized just how bad it could be if that got out, and it's like we're we're holding information that nobody else knows. It's highly volatile. And it's just, it's just here in this little server with all these nerds who are (laughs) essentially committed to helping a community that, for the most part, doesn't know we exist. And some of us are, you know, we're paid to do audits and stuff, but we don't get paid for this kind of thing. We don't get paid to sit and chase hackers or, you know, tell people about dodgy bots. You know, I've spent probably, I've spent hours working on educational resources and things. I'm, I'm out. Probably pushing to eat at this point on just getting content together and, paying for subscriptions and setups and everything else. And it's very much a labor of love, but everybody who's in there is committed is a good word. Um, We're all very stubborn, (laughs) probably a little masochistic. (laughs) We, we, uh, we're all very much gluttons for punishment, (laughs) long hours and, and late nights and uh, having bullseyes for hackers painted on our backs, but for the most part, it's it's incredibly rewarding, and we know that we've saved so many people, but there's still more. So
1: that's why we keep doing it. It's never yeah. ending. You're doing,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, never ending.
1: Yeah, it really so. is. But yes, you're doing the Lord's work out here. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? Yep. <laughs> um. I'm kind of curious, what are some comments, you know, you've seen a lot of scams, you've seen a lot of, uh, uh, you've seen a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious, you know, for the, for the listeners out there that maybe they're a little newer to Discord or maybe they haven't really experienced, um, you know, the different types of hacks and scams um, that typically you would come across. What are some comments, Discord scams and and ways that people could easily avoid them or things that people could do, you know, to kind of prevent things that are, that are relatively simple. Um, Never, ever, ever click
2: on a surprise mint link in your server. Never. Like if you have not been paying enough attention to whatever project you're in to know when exactly the mint is, And you suddenly start getting a whole bunch of pings from this server, and you go in, and there's people in the chat going, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, surprise mint, whatever. Don't click on it. Don't click on it. Don't do it unless you are willing to risk the entire contents of your wallet. And you can look at that link and say, I am willing to throw all of this into the wind to click on that link. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go look on their Twitter account because you can't trust any of the other announcements that are in the server. You can't trust any of the people that are in the server because they plant people in the chat to say, hey, go mint. Hey, go mint. Oh, I just minted. It looks great. was amazing. Go look on their Twitter. Go look on their website. Something. Anywhere else. Search on Twitter for the project's name and look to see if there's anybody going. Oh, hey, you know the such and such server has been hacked. There's a fake mint link. Go look. Don't don't just blindly charge ahead. That is the number one thing that you will do to lose everything you've got. Um, the other one is close your DMs. Just. If you need to talk to somebody, you can send them a friend request. They can send you a friend request. Do not accept links in DMs. Do not trade your stuff in DMs. Do not believe that so-and-so mod from such-and-such server is picking you as a special little snowflake to have this magical mint link that they've decided, out of the goodness of their heart, to share with you on this blessed day. It's not real. You're not getting anything. It ain't going to happen. You are, in fact, a special snowflake, but not how you think. Um, Let's see. There's individual stuff, like nobody's going to give you free nitro. Um, if you're getting blinks for, like, signing up for a whitelist or something, same kind of thing. You need to be extremely hesitant if you live a life of paranoia on discord you're probably going to be fine um impersonator accounts are pretty bad like they'll uh they'll copy a mod account or whatever and try to get in touch with you go into the server and tag the mod and be like yo did you just send me a message? Are you trying to sell me, you know, whatever? And they're going to say no. <laughs> and they can ban the person who's doing it. Um, obviously the, you know, seed phrase stuff. Don't ever give anybody your seed phrase. Don't ever share your screen with people that you don't know. Uh, if you have any Thought that you might have gone into a funky server and verified on a bot that is not entirely legitimate. Change your password. The only way to recover a compromised Discord account is to change your password. Nothing else will work. You cannot get it back by refreshing Discord. You can't get it by shutting Discord down. If you delete your account, just that's just dumb and pointless you, you've accomplished nothing but the very best and only way is to change your password so if you go into one of those servers and you click on fake dino and you scan the qr code with your phone which you should never ever 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 do change your password please don't scan things with your phone
3: <laughs> you hear that andy back qr codes
1: Yeah, so Andy and Michael are like definitely anti QR codes. So you're definitely (laughs) feeding into their. uh, Yeah, I'm
3: just joking. We had a joke at at the first uh, NFT NYC. Andy scanned something somewhere, and I was like, he's just going around scanning every QR code he could find. Jesus! And I was busting his chops. He wasn't though. He wasn't quite that bad. But there was like one of them that he did, and I was, I was uh, (laughs) making. I've made fun of him for about a year about about that.
2: What's funny is that um, I think that I have been ranting loudly enough about it regularly enough on things like this that my kids have gotten the idea now. Because when I went to um, my fifth graders orientation, school orientation, a couple weeks ago, they had like a QR code on a wall for the orientation slides or whatever, you know, get a copy and have it on your phone. And, and my son is like, that's one of those things. (laughs) It's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm rubbing off on them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, maybe they'll grow up to be a paranoid discord user, which is, the hope, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so what's wrong with people scanning QR codes? You know, is it because a, a lot, y- you don't know what it, the link is going to take you to and it could be something malicious. And especially if you have your wallet linked on your phone, like then it's just, you know, not going Well, as far as Discord is concerned, mm-hmm. um
2: if you've ever seen or used the QR code login feature in the mobile app. That's what you're doing. If you scan a QR code in Discord, most of the time what you're doing is you're logging your account in, which is already logged in, and you're sending that login information straight to the hackers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. That is your that's your login token. A login token is basically the exact same thing as what a seed phrase is it has all of your discord information that includes like if you had a uh a paypal or credit card or whatever hooked up what they'll do is they'll get access to that and they'll just spam a whole bunch of nitro invites and send them to their alts so they don't have to deal with You know, credit card declines or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They'll just buy themselves a whole bunch of Nitro and use it to boost their stolen servers and crap. Hmm. Interesting. Um, But they have, they can't change your password, but that's it. They can do anything else with your account. You got all your DMs with your friends, your moderator accounts. They'll, if if your account isn't worth anything, they'll use it to spam stuff. They'll they'll use it as a mule. Hmm.
3: Can they add two-factor authentication to your account if you don't have it on and then not allowing you to get back in? No, they can't do that either.
2: Nope. They cannot do that.
3: Yep.
2: Um one of the things that Discord has recently added is a logged in devices thing. And I'm not sure if it's entirely working as intended yet, but, um, it lets you see like, you know, with your, like your Gmail or whatever, you've got the ability to, um, see where all you're logged in and you can revoke certain devices. And to do that, you have to have the password. So it means that if they've got access to your account, and you can look on there and see, you know, oh, hey, my, my account's logged in in, you know, Uzbekistan or something right now. And I'm in Atlanta. You can go boop, boop and take it off. But they can't do it from their end because you've got to have the password to do it. Um, unlike a seed phrase, though, like I said, you can get it back. If you change your password. Mm-hmm. But if you if you lose access to it entirely, yeah, you're, you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is not good. Um, My last like big question that I have is, okay. So we kind of went over like the common scams and had to avoid them, but what about uh, best security practices? So maybe when you're first setting up an account or maybe you've, you've even had um, a discord account for a while, like a year or something and you know, maybe there's things that um, security practices that you should be doing that you just don't know about. Um, yeah. What, what security practices would you advise people to follow for Discord? You,
2: you should get a copy of your backup codes. Don't like a seed phrase, don't keep it, you know, as a screenshot in your phone. Um, Use an authenticator app. Do not rely on phone number, SMS-based 2FA. You should always put 2FA on your account. It cannot stop a token stealing, um, but there's a lot of other things that it can stop. Um, you should change your password fairly regularly um let's see please don't use qr codes (laughs) just really please don't use qr codes um even if you are not like a mod or an admin of a major server or anything if you have any desire whatsoever to spin up a server don't use me sex do not use why. Mi6. What's wrong with Me Six? Me Six has absolutely horrible security, and I don't mean like it's bad because all it does is have a reaction role and it's not really got a capture it kind of thing. The bot itself has so many holes; it might as well be Swiss cheese. There are problems with the code of that bot the security back end stuff that I know about that are open problems Hmm. that I would not put me six into a server. Absolutely. If you absolutely have to put me six in because you are incapable of doing anything else or you're dealing with somebody who's too stubborn to not use me six, use custom me six premium custom music. That doesn't mean just pay for the premium and leave the stupid little blue faced guy in there. <laughs> that means you need to go through the whole process of using the discord um, developers thing and putting on a custom profile picture and a custom name and all that jazz. That one is slightly less janky than the others. But if mm-hmm. you have a blue faced music in your server, you might as well just, shine a flashlight <laughs> on the way in So be like, hey, come on, guys.
1: I love it. You're like, have more like, holes than Swiss cheese. Um. Anyway, what would you recommend? Me be- ch- me checking our server right
2: yeah, now. Yeah, Michael, please get Michael's rid like, of oh, if you're damn, listening uh, to this and you have blue face in, in your server, make it go away. Michael, please don't tell what me your server
1: has a sex Come on. No, it doesn't.
3: We have a good, we have a good, uh, maybe not as good as Plum here, but we, have uh-huh. a, we had a good uh, auditor.
1: Okay, what would you one, recommend one instead? Friends. Like, okay, people are like, "Well, I know I love me six, and now they're like, their dreams are shattered, and now they need to, you know, choose a different bot. What do you-
2: if you are not very Discord proficient? Um, Dino is a good one. It does a lot of the same stuff, the, the embeds and, um, like, the reaction rolls and time messages and all that kind of stuff. It'll, it'll do a lot of the same kind of things. Um, Probot is one of our favorites. You can get premium with it. You can customize it. It does music and levels and a whole bunch of other stuff. What is it called? Um, Probot? Probot. Probot. Okay. Probot. It's slightly more complex, but it's worth it. Hmm. Um, You need either Spam Defender or Hashbot in your server. Do not skimp on these things. Get the premiums. Sign up for it. It's like this is not something you should skip. They stop impersonator accounts. That means all the fake captcha bots, all the fake um, mod dupe accounts. You know, all that kind of stuff. They'll stop those. Um, Spam Defender also stops raids. So if you go with Hashbot, you also need BMO, usually. Um, Spam Defender will handle both. Um, it does... Uh, they'll both do, like, the the weird Unicode characters. So, you know, if you've got the somebody coming in with a, a weird O in their name to mimic somebody like that it'll it'll catch those server supervisor is a simple and free bot for um a captcha it does in-channel captcha so you don't have to send your people out to another website or in their dms um it's super super easy you just basically run like four words in a command to set it up and it'll handle, it'll handle your verification for you. And it's an added benefit that it watches for webhooks hooks too. Um, I can send you all the link for that afterwards. <laughs> if you want. Yeah,
1: that'd be awesome. We can link, um, we can link in, in the show notes as well. Um, if you're a bit more adventurous. Yeah.
2: I highly recommend getting WIC. Um. It is a gigantic pain in the butt Mm. to set up. Um, It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of knowledge. It's not something I would recommend that the the average noob try. And there's a large number of people in ServerForge who would be more than happy to help you set up WIC. Um, Some of them will even do it for free probably or for a very, very small amount of money. Some of us don't have time to do that kind of stuff anymore, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it will stop um, a server nuke. So if you've got somebody who gets compromised and we saw one tonight that um, I think it was that that Kaido server or whatever, the hackers got in and they did the link and they did the whole thing and then they wiped most of the channels. So their server is just empty and WIC will stop that from happening. If you configure it right and you've got the hierarchy of your permissions and your roles and everything set up, Mm -hmm. it will basically slam your entire server into a lockdown panic mode and allow no one to do anything at all. It just slams the lid on the entire Mm -hmm. thing until somebody with the appropriate power comes along and says, Oh, hey, it's all good.
3: All clear right mm-hmm. What uh, and I know it probably varies wildly, but what is like a good uh, kind of discord well, server audit? Cost?
2: It does vary. Um, a large large part of it is based on what you're getting. Um, the most of the higher mm-hmm. level auditors from ServerForge, Ask for like a server that's already open, active, has, you know, people in it, um, Mm -hmm. fairly normal amount of roles and channels and all that kind of jazz. Uh, You're going to be looking at a couple grand at least. You're going to be looking anywhere from two to four, Mm -hmm. maybe upwards, depending on what it is. Um, two, yep. two e, three ETH, yep. four I I don't know what what ETH is right now. Let's see. That's well, back over fifteen hundred. That's cool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hallelujah! Yeah. Uh,
3: we'll take it for now. But <laughs> you're you're going to be looking
2: yeah. at several thousand dollars, and it's not yeah. For it's sure. not an easy amount of money for anybody, obviously, but. the ramifications of not doing so are very easy to see every day.
3: Well, when you're, when you're a a large project looking to bring in a thousand ether, whatever it is, then it's when it's really necessary. It is. And, and it, and it's worth it. it uh,
2: Even, even at the price range though, there are, there are people who um, I will not name at this particular point, but who are charging, Mm -hmm. large amounts of money for a service that is absolutely not comparable with the cost. And
3: percent like in any, like in any um, service industry,
2: all I can say is please do not let marketing get in the way of making a good decision. As far as an auditor goes, just because, um, Mm -hmm. Just because somebody has flashy graphics or lots of engagement farming does not at all make them a good auditor. Look for people who are spending Mm -hmm. large amounts of time actively helping the community. Go go to their Twitter account. You know, how much security information are they posting? How much stuff are they saying, hey, watch out for this, this hacker, you know? Hey, community, I am spending my time freely mm-hmm. without getting paid to do this to help people that I don't know. And if the person that you're hiring isn't doing things like that, you know, if they're asking about oh, what's your favorite flavor of birthday cake or aren't tweeting at all, or, you know, look, look for the helpers like mr rogers said look for the helpers you know it
1: mm-hmm.
2: there are people out there who spend hours and hours every day trying to help the community out of the goodness of their hearts and they get overlooked because somebody else has got flashy graphics mm-hmm. or a fancy bot or tens of thousands of followers or whatever and it's frustrating and it makes it makes people like us just kind of go you know why why are we bothering because we'll be the ones educating whatever community has hired these people at the end of the day whenever they invariably get hacked because if if all they're doing is you know flashing the marketing they're not spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours going through a server. A good audit is going to take a long time because it takes hours. Wick alone has something like 180 screens that you have to look at. We're looking, when we set up servers and do audits and stuff, 500 different screens easily because you look at every role, you look at every channel, you look at every permission you look at all of their bots all of the permissions they have there everything it takes hours if the person that you're hiring is in and out in half a day you should probably rethink things it it's 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 mm-hmm. not something that you can quickly do and and really have it be what it needs to be especially in this day and age and just be cautious if if they're not willing to you know hop on a call with you don't hire them don't throw f- freaking 5 grand at this person
1: yeah you know yeah <laughs> yeah um that is some great advice wow. uh which I'm not sure Michael if you have any Follow questions i know plum has you know a bit of a tight schedule because she has kids and everything and it's late over on her end but um yes yeah, so we can wrap this up soon but michael do you have any last minute questions or anything you wanted to mention
3: yeah no nah, i mean just honestly this was really interesting uh, i i love what you do i think it's so cool and <laughs> if you ever need any help from us i don't know what it would be but always happy to be there because I love people that are trying to keep people safe in the NFT space because that is one of the worst things. People are getting robbed every day. We had a couple mm. friends of the podcast get robbed literally just this week. Um
2: yep, on OpenC,
3: they were like trending collections that. on OpenC.
2: The, the, the freaky Mario you know, one or whatever. That were,
3: that were scam collections. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple of them because I think two people got two different ones. Um, but are are you a collector of nfts do you have any favorite projects um,
2: or nfts or artists or anything i i've got clonex yep mm-hmm. um oh yeah i
3: saw your profile picture. there's there. actually
2: yeah. I'll, I'll give a, a special shout out we've got we have a server forge um mm. mascot kinda <laughs> <laughs> there's this this young artist that mm. um john hq found not too terribly long ago. And we're all um big fans of theirs. And it's just this this young person who's got all of their stuff on Polygon. And they do, you know, little individual things and they release mm-hmm. a small collection every now and then. And they're um they're called angie Chubbies. <laughs> and they're just these little like you know oh well wow. little fat critters. But they all have little angie faces on them. And they say things like, you know, don't touch me, I'm stabby. <laughs> and we've, <laughs> most of the the top half okay. of the, the people in the server have got one. And we've all changed our name to angie something. <laughs>
3: mm.
2: There's angie plum and angie john.
3: <laughs> oh, nice.
2: So everybody's got a, a little scowly faced chubby critter. And we we collect We collect Cute things for the most part And I am I am absolutely no exception I am a Mm -hmm. sucker for Cute stuff (laughs) I'm definitely here for the art (laughs) Nice Oh my gosh And I
3: like your Damien Hurst rug in the (laughs) background there
2: It's um, Not that one, the one on the other side It looks like the
1: currency For a wedding
2: present And only um only oh, wow. this past year whenever the whole Hearst thing happened and I would get on calls like this and people go, Oh, yeah. what is that? That yeah. rug in your background,
3: like and they oh would say is that a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> is. it looks like currency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you stole should sue them rug. like you stole this, from- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, love it. Well, thank you thank so much you. for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks for all the time and all the detail and all the
2: information. And I think um, I know you said you take talked a lot to of last episode. last time. We are linking up with Boring Security. We yeah, are going to have yeah. a whole lot of collaboration from now on. Cool. And um, so so keep your eyes out for that's great. You know, Boring Security plus Server Forge because. It's it's happening. We have we have a lot of plans in the works. That's
1: the ultimate. That's the ultimate security power duo right there. Wait, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and and you know, I guess if you're listening, can people reach out to you for uh, definitely? Okay, if, definitely. If you're trying if to get your are... audit,ed if you're willing <laughs> to shell out, you know, ten e, yep. and then hit up Plum. No. Oh gosh, man, you could get <laughs> three of us in there for that. <laughs> you get a whole team
2: of Server Forge people. Um, yep. if, if you're a security nerd, if you're an admin, if you're a founder, if you've got stuff you really want to learn about Discord security, and at this point, Twitter security, then get in touch and let us know what it is we can help you. Um, there are some free courses linked on my twitter page and the server forge page there's um a security game um, john has a, a quiz that's more aimed at like mods and stuff but there's there's free resources so go check them out and if you like what you see and you want more
1: then get in touch there we go yeah we'll link your uh, twitter in the show notes and everything but Plumferno, P-L-U-M-F-E-R-N-O. Thank you again for coming on the show. And hopefully everybody listening enjoyed this episode. Um, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Shalom.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore sudo and Michael at NFTicket. I'm your producer Andy and I'm at AJC 254. Our theme song's by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bring you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks
1: for listening. Peace.